Good afternoon, Senator Chairman Smith and Vice Chair Lummis. Uh, for the record, my name is W. Patrick Ogles. I am the Executive Director of Northern Arapaho Tribal Housing. And uh, we are located on the Wind River Indian Reservation in, in Wyoming. Um, so I, I want to get right started with uh, the things that, that we came here to talk about. And that, and first and foremost in mind, is the reauthorization of the Native American Housing and Self-Determination Act of 1992. Um, and the reason that it concerns me is, like any other community in Wyoming or in Minnesota, the flow of funds into your community help you plan, develop, and implement uh, those types of, uh, in my case, housing projects. I have one current project that I've, I've, I've been working on for six years. It's about $9.1 million. And I'll be completing that project in um, um, September of 2023. But it's taken me six years to do that. And so it's important to reauthorize the uh, the funding streams that we received through NAHASDA to allow us to do those strategic types of planning uh, that help us uh, um, plan the types of housing, affordable housing that we're going to construct. Not only that, but look forward to homeownership for many tribal members. Just real quickly, I manage 234 houses. Uh, some of my houses are overcrowded, acute overcrowding. I have one five-bedroom house that has 27 people in it. And I have another three-bedroom house that has 15 people in it. Um, the overcrowding is acute. The, uh, the shortage of housing on our reservation is a very acute. There are no private ownerships of uh, individual family homes on the Wonder River Indian Reservation currently. And that, that's, that's my take on, on, on the HASDA because um, It'll help provide us with an annual allocation that we can plan with. Um, so just so you understand um, what my, my director, executive director said, the unemployment rate on my reservation is 35%. And getting, getting um, the kind of uh, incomes to afford to make a house payment um, is very difficult to do that. Um, three years ago, um, Congress first funded the Competitive Indian Housing Block Grant to allow tribes and their housing entities to apply for development funds. And uh, they're not included in the regular IHBG, Indian Housing Block Grant. Okay, these are competitive uh, funds that we apply for. And the, the experience has been the larger tribes uh, and the smaller and medium, medium tribes and the smaller tribes uh, is not a, is not a level playing field. Okay, um, I can't afford to have an engineer on my staff. An engineer is worth uh, their weight in gold in helping you determine uh, how you're going to build on your tribal lands. So uh, we don't we don't have we you know we have we have gaming revenue on our reservation. Uh, but that goes for the other needs that our that our tribe has, such as social services, uh, for the um, human human services, uh, such as dealing with the addictions of meth and 
fentanyl on our reservation. So those are real, real life kinds of things that we deal with because we're in a rurally isolated community. Uh, my other, my other uh, folks that I represent, because I'm a Region 5 representative for Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and Utah, and the other Region 3, North, South Dakota, and Nebraska, are really isolated with treaty-based land tribes. So many of our reservations experience the lack of essential service, such as fire, fire prevention, uh, such as EMT service. Uh, in our neck of the woods, the law and order is the Bureau of Indian Affairs, and you can have response times up to 30 minutes to two hours waiting for an EMT or a uh, police officer to arrive on the scene. By the time they show up, you know, other incidents and other incidents have occurred. Uh, so I want to say that much. Uh, I know my five minutes went pretty fast, but I, I, I want to answer some of your questions uh, with some more additional information for you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Coggles. Um, Mr. Upton. Uh, 